Hello and welcome to episode 359 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I can in my allotment and modern victory garden. Today is the 24th of August 2020 and coming up today I'm going to be talking about crop rotation. And this is following a question from a listener that came in on a live show. But before that, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week in my own plot. It's Saturday the 22nd of August 2020. I'm just in my greenhouse at home at the moment. And it's so windy outside that I've came in here to shelter out the wind. I wouldn't be able to record anything outside because the wind noise would just take everything away. Anyway... What have I been up to? Well, this is the first update for the week. I have popped down the allotment once this week, and that, but that was more just to do a bit of weeding, a bit of watering, and just check over everything and make a list of what I wanted to do this weekend. Now, today, being Saturday, I got up this morning, and I, um, well, I started really with moving quail around now the quail i had in the potting shed which were about two months old now they need to go outside into one of the spare cages i have now so i set that all up and moved the quail into there then gave that cage that's inside the potting shed a really good clean out now i'm going to give it 24 hours before i move the quail from inside the potting shed out to this indoor potting shed cage it gets very confusing i know but just trying to keep it simple or try and explain what I'm doing. Now the idea here is eventually those four quail that were hatched last month, which I believe to all be females at the moment, going to harden those off and then they'll go outside into one of the other quail cages with the male. That's the plan but this is all moving around, playing around with stuff, usual sort of thing. After that, I then set about a task that I've wanted to do. Now, I should explain, I'm on call this weekend. And when I'm on call, I find that it's very difficult to plan any big jobs because I could have to drop what I'm doing and go to work at a moment's notice. So instead, I just plan jobs that can be dropped. And that included shredding more of this ivy. I've been getting annoyed with the ivy. My wife cut this all down about three weeks ago and I've been slowly shredding it as I've gone along. But partly because I don't want to upset the neighbours with the noise and two time constraints, I haven't managed to shred it all until today. It's a time-consuming job. The shredder does take a lot longer than the lawnmowers that I used to use, but it is so much safer and, dare I say it, cleaner to do. Spent hours shredding that all, got that done, and that means I am happy with that. Now, I followed that up with some work in the modern victory garden, as I call it. Just checking everything's okay, bit of weeding, repairing, usual sort of thing. Now, my carrot and beetroot bed, I am so pleased with the carrots and beetroot that I'm growing. I've harvested a few carrots. Now, this is the bed that I built earlier this year from the new wood, and... Everything I planted in here has pretty much been destroyed by the chickens. So I pulled up some chicken wire in a framework all the way around it. And I'm pleased to say that has worked. The carrots in there are growing. The beetroot in there are growing. But more importantly, the chickens haven't been able to get in there and destroy everything. So I'm really, really pleased with that. And it means moving forward, this is what I'm going to have to do. 
My only complaint is that I don't like how it looks. It looks a little bit on the scruffy side, but as long as it keeps the chickens off my food, then I am happy. Well, that kind of brings it up with what I've been up to today. I'm hoping to go down the allotment tomorrow, depending on if I'm called out or not. So let's find out what happens. It's Sunday the 23rd of August 2020 today. Just finished my live show and it's in the evening and I'm at home in the garden. Now this morning I got up and I moved the female quail, the young quail, into the cage in the potting shed. They seem quite happy in there. They're still getting used to the place but they've got sand in there. I've added a little heater. They seem quite happy. More importantly I just want them to kind of start getting used to going outside before they finally go out into a cage with a male and hopefully then start laying eggs. That door's a bit squeaky isn't it? But hopefully then they'll start laying eggs and start basically being useful. After that I um, walked down to the allotment and went down there, started with a bit of watering but I had one very clear task in my eyes that I was going to do. And that quite simply was I was going to spend two hours weeding. The main bed, the larger bed I should say, on the newer half of the plot, that has got a bit overgrown with weeds, particularly cooch grass. And I've let it get on top of me, I'll be honest. Since returning back to work, I've let it get on top of me. And all I needed to do was get back on top of it. So I said to myself, I am going to do two hours solid weeding. Now, I do find weeding a pretty boring task. It's, it needs doing, don't get me wrong, it needs doing, but it does get really boring. And I find when it gets boring, it gets distracting. So uh, by making this commitment that I said I was doing two hours weeding, I set my timer. Every time I stopped, I stopped the timer. For some reason, this just meant I focused on with it and I got quite a bit of the weeding done. Two hours is quite a long time actually doing a lot of weeding, but it was worth it in the end. The plot looks a lot better for it. Yeah, and yeah, I'm starting to feel that things are, are getting back into the shape that I'd want them in. Now, what I did notice, I weeded out amongst my potatoes and the cooch grass amongst the potatoes didn't seem that bad. Now, I have read that potatoes are meant to be good at suppressing cooch grass and I didn't quite believe it and I don't quite know if it's true, but I certainly found that on my beds. Other weeds, they still grew, but the cooch grass, they seemed, yeah, very little amongst the potatoes. Now, my Brussels sprouts, while I was weeding out amongst the Brussels sprouts, I noticed, and it felt very, very early, one of my plants had some really large sprouts that were ready to be harvested. So I harvested those because if I left them, they would blow. I mean, there's only about five Brussels sprouts, but really early, I feel, and really pretty damn big. So they'll be used and they won't go to waste. I like sprouts anyway, so win, win in my opinion. After that, I came home and I did my live show, like I said. I've also came out here this evening and I've been potting up some of my seedlings. Now, these were the seedlings that I sowed as part of the supporter members club seeds that go out. I probably shouldn't go into too much detail, but you'll hear more about it if you're a supporting member. But in that, I, I pricked out basically my spinach, my rocket and my pak choy, all into individual seeds of their own. The seedlings have really started to grow and they're doing quite well. 
really pleased with them and how they are growing. Well, that's it for today, and that's going to be it for this week's diary section. So I'll meet you back in the potting shed. Well, as you heard throughout that diary section, I was on call over the weekend. And one of the things that really annoys me about being on call is the fact that I cannot plan anything in the garden or to do any jobs in the garden because I might get called out at a moment's notice. This weekend, I didn't actually get called out and that gave me the chance to concentrate on a few of the smaller jobs that if I had got called out, I could have just dropped at a moment's notice and not been a problem. However, and this weekend... I achieved what I wanted to achieve and it's kind of freed up next weekend, bank holiday weekend, to really concentrate on some of those bigger jobs. So next week we'll find out how we get on with that. Now moving on from that, every Sunday at 6pm on the Veg Grower Podcast Facebook page I do a live show. And a live show is a great chance for me to interact with the audience, find out what you guys have been up to in the garden or your allotment and just basically chat about gardening with you we have a phone line set up we can see the comments coming in it's it's a lot of fun actually and i really enjoy doing them one of the questions i received a couple of weeks ago was about crop rotation and sarah was the one that asked about this and now sarah is in her first year of gardening i answered the question in that show but tonight on the podcast i thought i'd go into it in a bit more detail just to really reinvigorate and really get into it it is the time of year when i start planning for next year so crop rotations plays quite nicely into what i'm doing at the moment what is crop rotation well it's been practiced by farmers and gardeners for generations and it's simple and effective precaution against the build-up of pests and diseases The basic idea is if you grow the same type of plant on the same patch of ground every year, that soil will harbour pests and diseases from one season to the next. Now, if you move the crop from one piece of ground to another, the pests and diseases will lose their host and therefore die out. Now, the practical side of this philosophy is the division of the vegetable patch into four areas. The different types of crops, brassicas, beans and and so on will each occupy a different bed of their own so in bed one let's say we have peas and beans in bed two we might have the brassicas in bed three we might have our root crops so onions carrots parsnips maybe even some squash or something like that and then in bed four we might have our our summery crops or our tomatoes and our, our other big plants that we might throw in there as well And each year we move that crop on. So where we grew peas and beans in year one, in year two, that would then become our crops that are our tomatoes, our our cucumbers, our, our, our pumpkins. And the peas and beans will then go into the bed that was occupied by the brassicas the year before. That is quite simply how to do it. And that's easily done on a four-year rotation plan. It does require a bit of planning. And when we first set up our vegetable garden, it means we have to think about each bed and, and build it around that. Now, it's not foolproof. There is diseases that affect brassicas in particular, club root. That can stay in the soil for up to 20 years. So if we've got club root, you cannot grow brassicas in that bed again for something like 20 years. So that four-year rotation plan goes completely out the window. Now, that being said, the chances are if you rotate your crops around each year, it is unlikely that you're going to get club root in that soil, in that ground, in that affecting your brassicas in the first place. It sounds simple, doesn't it? 
but in practice it's not as easy as it sounds the reason being we don't have huge gardens now I personally do have a fairly reasonable sized garden and my allotment is also a fair size as well farmers it's easy for them they just move it to a different field I mean you cannot get further away than that but for us it's not that easy to do especially if you're in a small garden and you may have only one bed so what can you do then well quite simply it's a case of just trying to make sure you don't grow that same crop in the same place each year when i lived in our old house and we only had one bed in the garden it was pretty difficult because it was a north-facing garden this long bed was about 12 meters long but only a meter wide and it stretched the length of our garden and because it was north facing and the house was on the southern side it did not get very much light so anything down the far end would do really really well and get all that light and tomatoes grew there really really happily but the following year if we moved those tomatoes down to the front of the bed they didn't do so well because they were lacking the light does that mean i could have grown them in the same place each year no it doesn't that risk of building up those pests and diseases was just too great so what i ended up doing was basically thinking to myself how can i move crops around and still make the best use of light well what i decided to do was effectively the year that i could have tomatoes down that far end i would grow tomatoes down that far end the rest of the time i would grow them in pots and that did work quite well now the shadier areas of that bed everything else did seem to grow quite well cabbages done well garlic done well they did do a lot better in the light of course but in that shady area the crops that did do well I did make work this meant that I had to concentrate on growing those and just keep moving them around each year now in the house that I live at the moment when I moved in here I wanted just an entire area that was turned over to soil to grow plants in grow my veg in however and I'm slowly coming around to the idea and I'm moving back onto the bed system and just having beds come around purely because it is easier for me keeps my shoes a bit cleaner keeps the house cleaner as well but also it's easier for me to keep organized but what i have been doing again is just making sure i'm not growing the same plants in the same place now when i took on my allotment i had a very clear plan that i wanted to grow garlic overwintering onions shallots sweet corn peas and beans and brassicas so that was six beds that i had to build and this was only when i had the first original half so i built the six beds around those crops each year i move them along so shallots went into bed one the following year that was followed by onions the following year that is followed by garlic the following year that's followed by brassicas the following year it becomes the sweet corn and then the final year year six that becomes peas and beans it's probably not the right way to do it because the garlic the onion and the shallots are all in the same family of alliums although they are being rotated and they are different crops for three years i've got alliums growing in that same bed another thing that i try and think about is when i remove the garlic that bed then becomes free in sort of july august time well we're going into the autumn at that point and that bed it's going to become the brassica for the following year but why not start using it now and that's what i do garlic comes out i then start planting into there some cabbages or some purple sprouting broccoli or or those sort of vegetables because it's going to be brassicas in there for probably 18 months 
don't have a problem with it. It, it goes fine. Once the brassicas are done, it's then followed by sweet corn. Now, sweet corn is a completely different crop compared to brassicas. So, therefore, any build-up of pest and disease is not going to happen. So, it really is that simple. But if you've got anything you want to add about how you rotate your crops, then please get in touch. Now, you can email me, richard at uk. Don't forget, you can leave a comment at the website, theveggrowerpodcast.co.uk, or you can find me on social media. Now, the website, theveggrowerpodcast.co.uk, I have got several features that are running on it. We've had the... We've had the forum set up since the very beginning with the members side to it. So you have to be a member to to post in the forums. I've recently added the sign up for a monthly newsletter. Every month I'll send out an email just saying what's happened in the last month, what's happening in the next month, etc, etc. Bit of background, bit of news of what's going on. And then, of course, there's signing up for the supporters' members, which you can find in the shop on the uk. As a supporting member, for £5 a month, you help support the podcast and encourage more people to grow their own food. Added to that, we also put out extra podcasts just for supporting members and exclusive content, videos as well, blog posts. It's all coming along quite nicely. And once a month, I send out seeds that can be sown that month to every supporting member and the idea here is we grow these seeds together as a group and it's it's proven very popular and i'm really really pleased with it so please do consider becoming a supportive member well i'm going to wrap up for today so thank you so much for listening please take care everyone and i'll speak to you all again next time